Hello and welcome to the Movies Past and Present Podcast. It's December 24th, 2020, and this is episode 60. I'm your host, Stanford Clark, and I'm podcasting from the crossroads of the West in beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. Just like my blog, moviespastandpresent.com, I'll be providing recommendations, commentary, and reviews about current and classic cinema. Thanks for tuning in, and let's do this thing. actually have some new movies in theaters opening up on Christmas Day tomorrow. <laughs> Go figure. So so three major Hollywood releases are happening tomorrow. First up is the um, uh, drama called News of the World. This is from Universal Pictures. It's directed by Paul Greengrass. It actually reunites Paul Greengrass with actor Tom Hanks. They worked together last in the in the 2013 film Captain Phillips, which is a thing, an excellent movie. If you haven't had a chance to see that, that's 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 a very gripping, interesting film. Uh, this film is set uh, in the in the post Civil War era, and it's about a, a, a veteran uh, who was played by Tom Hanks, who's a widower, and 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 he's and he travels around. He's a storyteller, and he he uh, meets this young woman uh actually she's a young girl sorry she's 10 years old uh and and uh she has been living with the kiowa people and uh she's going to get reunited with her aunt and uncle against her will so this veteran played by hanks agrees to deliver um the child where the law says she belongs and as they travel the hundreds of miles into the unforgiving wilderness, the two will face tremendous challenges of both human and natural forces as they search for a place that either of them can call home. So uh, anyway, it's it's based on um, a novel by Paulette Giles, and and uh, it looks to be like it could be a potentially very interesting film. And again, yay, hooray that we've got a new new movie opening up in the theaters. Um, News of the World is rated PG-13 by the Motion Picture Association for violence, disturbing images, thematic material, and some language. Also opening up in theaters is the drama Promising Young Woman. This is from Focus Features and um, from visionary director Emerald Fennell comes a delicious new take on revenge. Uh, everyone said Cassie, who is played by Carrie Mulligan, was a promising young woman. Hence the title. Until a mysterious event abruptly, abruptly, excuse me, derailed her future. But nothing in Cassie's life is what it appears to be. She's wickedly smart, tantalizingly cunning, and she's living a secret double life by night. Now an unexpected encounter is about to give Cassie a chance to right the wrongs of the past in this thrilling and wildly entertaining story. This looks, of course, you know, pretty edgy. It's it's, uh, it's rated R by the Motion Picture Association for strong violence, including sexual assault, language throughout, some sexual material and drug use. Just what you want to go see on Christmas Day. So, um, Promising Young Woman, uh, also another option. I think probably the biggest film opening up in theaters, the, uh, you know, starting tomorrow, is Wonder Woman 1984 which is a sequel. This also is going to be uh, debuting on, on the HBO Max streaming service. 
So this is this is the first film that's following this Wonder Brother, excuse me, this Warner Brothers model that all their films, uh, you know, between now and the end of 2021 are going to open up on the same day, both in the movie theaters and and on HBO Max. So uh, big controversial within the film distribution world. But it's going to be interesting to see how how this all plans, uh, pans out. So anyway, back to Wonder Woman 1984. This film, it stars Gal Gadot again as Wonder Woman. Uh, directed by Patty Jenkins again. She's she's back from from uh, uh, you know she directed the uh, the original Wonder Woman film from 2017. Um, it uh, it's got some new characters. So so well, uh, Kristen Wiig plays the cheetah. Pedro Pascal plays Max Lord. And so I'm thinking that they're the villains again. Don't don't know yet. Haven't seen it. Chris Pine is back in it as Steve Trevor. And then um, we've got Robin Wright and and Connie Nelson also rounding out the cast. Um, Patty Jenkins, as I mentioned, is, is back in the director's chair, um, and she also co-wrote the screenplay. And so, um, anyway, we'll see if we'll see if Warner Brothers nineteen eighty four delivers like the uh, like the film did in in, in twenty seventeen. So so uh, some new films new films in theaters for for you and your family to mask up and and, and, and adventure out on on Christmas weekend. So new on streaming platforms are some films I think that might be worthy of your of your uh, your time and consideration. I have not seen any of these films, so uh, I can't I can't attest to them. But but uh, they sound like they might be interesting, and I think I'm going to add them to my to my list um, of what to watch over the holiday. Uh, first up is a film that's this has been playing for a few weeks, but it's it's called Sound of Metal. And it's from Amazon Studios, and it's playing on the Amazon Prime Video streaming service. So you know, if you have Amazon Prime shipping, you're also eligible for this Amazon Prime Video, uh, you know, streaming service, and, and and they're putting out a lot of content uh, on it. And so uh, this Sound of Metal tells the story of uh, of a punk rock drummer. Uh, who's played by Riz Ahmed, who begins to experience hearing loss. And so this film supposedly uses some really innovative sound design techniques and really takes the audience on a, on quite a personal ride as this as this as this drummer who who's who lives a pretty adrenaline fueled life uh, has to reevaluate things as 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 he's losing his hearing. So uh, anyway, that I think has some pretty good reviews, and, and Sound of Metal sounds sounds interesting. It's rated R by the Motion Picture Association for language throughout and some brief nude images. Uh, next up is a film on Netflix, which looks interesting too. It's called Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. It's based on August Wilson's uh, play, 
uh, of the same title. And it's about the blues singer named Ma Rainey. In this film, she's played by Viola Davis. And it's focused on a recording session. And uh, Chadwick Boseman's in it. I think it's one of his final film roles, if not the final film role. And uh, goes through, I guess, just the attention-filled experience between, you know, Ma Rainey, her band, and her her management team, who's all a bunch of white guys, um, and they're determined to control uh, the the legendary mother of the blues. So, uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is rated R by the Motion Picture Association for language, some sexual content, and brief violence. And again, that's now streaming on Netflix. Uh, I'm also really excited on Christmas Day. Uh, we get we get to see the latest. A feature film from Pixar Animation Studios. We've talked about it. It's this is Soul, and uh, so Pixar is giving us a gift. If you got if you got Disney Plus, you're going to be able to watch Soul without any additional fees uh, on 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 Disney Plus, and and they're not playing in theaters right now, which again is 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 a bummer, but can understand where 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 they're coming from on this. So again, Pixar's giving us a Pixar's giving us a gift. If you haven't seen the trailer, Saul is 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 one of those Pixar films that looks like it's 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 you know pretty heady. Um, it focuses on the question, what is it that makes you you? And uh, it focuses on a, on a guy named Joe Gardner, who is voiced by Jamie Fox. He's a middle school band teacher uh, who gets a chance of a lifetime to play at the best jazz club in town, but. Um, but uh, he ends up, looks like he dies. <laughs> he has an accident and he dies. And he goes, um, anyway, there's some kind of like, looks like it focuses on pre-life and afterlife. And, and uh, uh, you know, how, how Joe really wants to get back to his life. To me, it looks like almost the Pixar version of, of uh, the classic film, Here Comes Mr. Jordan, as well as it's great, one of his great remakes, uh, Heaven Can Wait, the stars Warren Bay. I don't know if you if, if you've seen one of the, the, those films, but those are definitely worth checking out. It's directed by Academy Award winner Pete Doctor. Uh, Pete Doctor directed Inside Out and Up. Uh, you know, and let's not talk about those movies; they're so good. Co-directed by the writer Kemp Powers. And uh, anyway, it just it looks like it's going to be terrific. Soul, let's let's hope. Soul is rated PG by the Motion Picture Association for thematic elements and some language. So anyway, lots of options to check out over the next. Uh, you know, well, and then also you know, as I already mentioned, Wonder Woman is 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 Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is going to be streaming on HBO Max too. So lots to check out on streaming platforms this holiday uh, weekend. In this month's edition of my three-by series where I talk about three films from from one uh, specific director. 
The director I picked is, is Robert Wise. Now, you, Robert Wise um, was born in 1914. He died in 2005. He's an American film director, uh, producer, and, and, an, and he got his start in the movie business by being an editor. And um, he won uh, two Academy Awards for Best Director uh, and for Best Picture. Both for he's probably best known as the director of of the film The Sound of Music from 1965, which I'm sure is a film we've we've all seen probably multiple times. I know it's a film that I really love. Um, the three films that I want to talk about from his well, I guess a, just a little more background on 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 Robert Wise. As I mentioned, he started his career as being a film editor, and one of his first films that he edited was Citizen Kane. Uh, you know, I mean, holy smokes. You know, that was from, from 1941, directed by by uh, Orson Welles. Um, and, and uh, I mean, amazing, you know, <laughs> that, that he, that he worked, that he worked on, on that film. And he learned a lot of really great, you know, of course, filmmaking techniques, uh, working on, working on that, uh, project too since Orson Welles was was doing a lot of interesting stuff with lighting and camera work etc um, but uh, he got he got into directing and one of the things I really like about Robert Wise is, is his films are are really varied in in the types of genres that he that he worked on he did science fiction and just kind of dramas of course these big musicals that were remarkable um, and uh, some thrillers, uh, it, you know, just just a, a lot of really interesting interesting stuff. So he's a director that I really that I really uh, uh, admire. So the three films that I'd like to talk about of his of his uh, first up is 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 a drama called Executive Suite. I saw this on on uh, Turner Classic Movies and and. Um, it's it's a really interesting it's a corporate kind of a corporate drama and a family drama about uh a family run business and and uh and the leader dies suddenly and and uh there's and then it just kind of goes behind the scenes about the dynamics of 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 uh, the people working for the company the family etc uh, to see who's going to replace him, so so uh, this this film has a powerhouse cast. Uh, it, was, it was made in 1954, uh, filmed in black and white, but it stars William Holden, June Allison, Barbara Stanwyck, Frederick March, Walter Pigeon, Shelley Winters, uh, Dean Yeager. I mean, at Nina Foch. I mean, this list goes on and on. In fact, Nina Foch, she won uh, an Academy Award for her her a be, a best supporting actor role in it, and it's well it's well deserved. She it was she was awfully good in it. Um, it uh, so so um, part of it, of course, is just this incredible ensemble cast, and then just this really interesting story about about the dynamics of of. Um, of kind of corporate corporate politics 
And so uh, I, I'm really quite taken with Executive Suite. It, it, it is on, you know, the rotation on, on Turner Classic Movies. So that could be a spot to check it out. And I think also, of course, you could rent it uh, some other place if you wanted to. But, but uh, uh, Executive Suite from, from uh, 1954. The next film I want of Robert Wise's that I want to talk about is the great film adaptation of the Broadway show West Side Story. Uh, this also, he won an Academy Award, Robert Wise won an Academy Award for Best Director, and it also won for uh, Best Picture that year. And, uh, you know, I think many consider it as just one of the best musical films ever made, and I would concur. I think it's I think it's absolutely uh a brilliant adaptation of it and and uh so so well crafted uh he robert wise co-directed it, i guess basically co-directed it with with um jerome robbins who's who's the renowned choreographer and you can really tell that that they i think in a lot in so many ways are, are working together particularly the way the camera uh, films those dancing sequences, and and uh, they did so much so much great location shooting uh, there in, in in New York City as well as stuff on you know on sound stages, but but um, just just masterfully filmed and, and put together. Uh, just an interesting side note, you know, Steven Spielberg has 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 remade West Side Story. And it was supposed to be released this month, in fact, um, in theaters, and it's been pushed out a year. Um, and you know, I'm not. It's one of those films. I'm just not sure that this that that West Side Story needs to needs to be remade. Although I am excited to see a new interpretation of it, uh, just because I think the themes of it are so timely, and it's just got some of my all time favorite music. So. West Side Story is just just an absolutely brilliant film, um, directed by by Robert Wise. The last one I want to talk about, and it's one I believe I've talked about on a previous podcast before, but it's um, it's Star Trek the Motion Picture. So you know Star Trek, um, you know started as a TV series in the '60s, and then finally there was enough traction. It was this film was released in 1979, but this was the a film. You know, bringing bringing the TV cast together and putting them in a fe- in a feature film. I remember seeing this film as a kid, and I was bored out of my mind. Um, but watching it as an adult and seeing it through more, you know, again, just more adult eyes, and hopefully eyes that appreciate more the craft of filmmaking. Um, I'm I'm just not quite taken with it. I, I think. I think Robert Wise brought just a really interesting sensibility to 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 Star Trek, and you know, I, I don't know if it necessarily captures what Star Trek was as a, as a television series. That's more left to which I think is the best film in the Star Trek film filmography, which is the, their second film, The Wrath of Khan. But but still, regard, regardless, for Robert Wise to direct. This really kind of heady and artistic sci-fi film, uh, I on 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 a rewatch, I was really quite taken with it. 
So again, the, the, the you know the plots the plots pretty out there. I mean, you know, it's Star Trek, but but William Shatner's back, and Leonard Nimoy as as you know William Shatner back as Captain Kirk, Leonard Nimoy's back as Spock. I mean, everybody's DeForest Kelly as as Doctor McCoy. James Doohan is Scotty, George Takai is Sulu, um, Walter Koenig is Chekhov, Nichelle Nichols is Uhura. Um, also, it's got the add-on of Stephen Collins and as as uh, as Decker and Persis Kambata as 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 kind of a key character um, in this in this in this interesting interesting and and I I just find it really a a, a beautifully shot and crafted. Film. So Star Trek the Motion Picture from, from from 1979. So anyway, those are my three by uh, Robert Wise. But I'll, I'll I have a I'll have a link uh, in the podcast and also my blog to his to his filmography. And honestly, I think there's so many films of his that you could check out that that uh, that you might enjoy learning about um, and experiencing some of his 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 great body of work. <music> One final note is that Turner Classic Movies has announced their big screen classic series for 2021. And They've got a really interesting lineup as they as they are are want to do, and and films that really run run the gamut of, of genre and decade, and so they're opening up with a bang. Uh, starting near January, it's gonna be playing on January twenty fourth and January twenty seventh, and again I'll I'll have a link to this on the on on the podcast and also my blog so you can go to their website. Um, but the first up is the Maltese Falcon. Uh, this film is celebrating its 80th anniversary, but uh, you know Humphrey Bogart stars as 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 the private detective Sam Spade, and and uh, it's you know just just one of the greats. So uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm excited to see. I'm not sure I've ever seen the Maltese Falcon on the big screen. So so um, that is that's happening in 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 January. Uh, next up is is. Um, a 30th anniversary screening of Boys in the Hood, and this was this was a really a, a terrific film um, directed by by the late John Singleton. Uh, this is going to be in theaters on February 28th and on March 3rd, and so um, looking forward to to that. They're going to be showing Cecil B. DeMille's great epic, The Ten Commandments. It's and you know they often try to do when it's on some kind of an anniversary. Um, it's the 65th anniversary of the Ten Commandments, so they're going to be showing that on March 28th and 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 March 31st. So that's going to be kind of like an Easter uh, ish type thing. Um, the next films that they the rest of these films they don't necessarily have dates for yet, but I'll just read the lineup to you, and again you can go to the website. And, and and I'll be talking about these in future podcasts too. But um, they've got La Bamba coming up, uh, which is the uh, autobiographical pick of, about uh, Richie Valens. Um, Fried Green Tomatoes, which looks like I think it's the thirtieth anniversary of. 
Um, the Birdcage, which stars Robin Williams and Nathan Lane, Gene Hackman and, and, and Diane Weist. Um, the African Queen with Humphrey Bogart and Catherine Hepburn. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which is it, which is the 1970s film with starring Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka. Speaking of Robert Wise, Citizen Kane is going to be uh, also on the big screen again uh, with, with with through through this Turner Classic Movie Series, and I'm excited about that because I I I think maybe I've seen Citizen Kane on the big screen once, but it's 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 definitely worth it. Um, the absolute horrifying film Silence and the Silence of the Lambs, which is celebrating its 30th anniversary. Uh, also speaking of Robert Wise, it's it's a 60th anniversary screening of of West Side Story, and if you've never seen that on the big screen, that's just absolutely worth it. Um, and I'm excited about that. And that also, um, just given the way they've placed it on the website, I wonder if that's going to be kind of November ish or December. So we might have two versions of West Side Story on the screen within close proximity of each other. Um, again, hopefully Steven Spielberg's version can be released next year, too. And then the final one they've listed is is the great family drama on Golden Pond, which stars Henry Fonda and, and his daughter, film he made with his daughter Jane Fonda. Catherine Hepburn's in it, too. So really a varied and interesting lineup from Turner Classic Movies, as as they, as again as typically they do, and and uh, I'm excited, I'm excited to see s some of these great films on 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 the big screen in 2021. Well, that does it for this episode of the Movies Past and Present podcast. Again, links and more information about the movies discussed in today's podcast can be found in the podcast notes on my blog at moviespastandpresent.com. Subscribe to the Movies Past and Present podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Links are also on the blog. And please follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at moviespap, as in past and present. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. I hope you enjoy some good movies this week, whether they be from the past or the present.